It's time to discover your home's potential with Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Rob Perrettini on Measure Twice. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential with Joel Graber of Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer of C. Kramer Interiors on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel and on mtwiceshow.com. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. Online at millersbuildingsupply.com. Hoosier Hardwood, Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Questions? Email us at uh, questions at mtwiceshow.com. Or you can visit our website and click on the Contact Us page. So guys, how are you? Another week? Another I'm week? still here. You haven't fired me yet. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't fired us. One well, <laughs> that remains to be seen. We'll see. After that 15-person shower story, I don't know. I don't know if I can... Uh, that's Whoa, for, wait a minute. That's for another show. Yeah. <clears throat> Stay tuned. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. So this was interesting because, Joel, you sent a picture, and it was funny because Chris was like... I was like, Chris, did you get that picture, too? And he's like, oh, I didn't know who sent it. Was it you or was it Joel? And so Joel sent us his picture. I think we hear about this a lot, though. Like, you start doing a remodeling project, and you start peeling things away, and all of a sudden, there's a problem that's been buried, right? Big surprise, which costs a lot of money, you know, bust the budget, uh, that sort of thing. (laughs) And now you're not allowed to ignore it, allegedly, when you're breaking into walls and breaking into floors and stuff like that, and you see something wrong, it is supposed to be appropriately fixed instead of, you know, I don't know, patched over. Right. Tell us a little bit about this, because, I mean, I was looking at it, I was like, holy smokes, there's like almost a foot of uh, material missing. So what happened? Uh, well, we were prepping a floor for new flooring, because we're working on a project for a, for a guy that we do a lot of work for, and it was just supposed to be like a kitchen, facelift, laundry room little little work on that too uh and when we the base trim got pulled and we were cleaning stuff up and dirt kept coming out from underneath the wall and i was like there's something not right with that i mean you're not supposed to have like really nice soil coming out of your wall so we did a little investigating and that the bottom plate on two of the walls was pretty much completely gone there was like well in the picture that i sent you there was a little bit of one of the plates was actually still intact where it was you could tell it was wood at one point in time. <laughs> okay, theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we had to address that. So, ca- kind of explain what a bottom plate is. Okay, a bottom plate on, on your wall framing, bottom plate is what you nail your studs to, to, f- to f- when you're framing up your walls. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty self-explanatory. It's, the, it's a two-by that's running the length of the wall. Okay. And that uh, was basically gone. That was gone. What about the skeleton? by the way have you guys seen have you guys seen that people are pranking now when they do remodels they're putting fake skeletons like halloween skeletons inside (laughs) their walls and things like that for so in the future when somebody goes ahead and does a remodel just like you're doing you're gonna find a skeleton and call isn't it that is so friggin' funny. That's that something funny, I would actually. Do. That is actually funny. <laughs> That's hysterical. It is hysterical. It's going to freak people out. But. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you never know what you might find in a law. I mean, you hear stories all the time. So what is, I mean, is that like a really expensive fix or is that something that you can kind of uh, handle was, easily? And then what's was, the... This one was more easily uh, taken care of. It's actually on a slab. Okay. So a concrete slab. So typically in that situation, if it's if it's a framed floor... A lot of times you're going to find if the if that bottom plate is rotted, then part of your floor is rotted away, and probably part of the 
framing structure under the floor is rotted away. But we didn't have to deal with that since it was a slab. It was just that actually the, the two by four studs were in good shape too. So so what would have caused that to deteriorate? There, well, there's a bathroom on the back side of this wall. Okay. And the toilet's in the corner there. And we're pretty sure that at one point in time that it was leaking because you can see where there was drywall patched on the back side of that. So we're fairly certain that just it got wet and then dry rotted mm. over time. Mm. Wow. So you didn't have to do any more investigative work because it was a slab. You figured it was pretty isolated. You're okay. Yeah. Well, we did actually do some more investigative work. And really, that was the only place that there was an issue. So it took about a about a half a day worth of labor and a couple of treated two by fours. Well, I mean, luckily, it, wouldn't, it wasn't too expensive then. No, that that one was actually not too expensive. But We've they can get issues. expensive. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Now, you were telling me about a story earlier, though, Chris, that... I mean, you basically had the two by fours in the wall disappear, right? Oh yeah, the house was rotting from the inside out. Now, how does that happen? Are you sure it wasn't from the outside in? Well, it could be from the outside in, but yeah, because it, it wasn't dry. That, yeah, the old yeah drive it. Yep. Yeah. But whether whether where the stucco wasn't draining. Yeah. So stucco, you were telling me like old stucco it doesn't was, drain. It was the first generation. It okay, wasn't stucco. It's what's called a drive it, or it's. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a it's a stucco, but. It's not like the traditional stucco. Right. It's, not. it's foam. It's foam with a stucco finish. Okay. That you put on it. So it just sits there and absorbs and absorbs and absorbs. The, which, the old stuff did. The old stuff yeah. did because there was no there was no uh, vapor barrier involved. So and and foam actually drains, but if you don't tr- if you don't address like it needs to have a place to drain too. Mm-hmm. And the first generation of that stuff did not drain. <laughs> It had nowhere to go. I mean, so it would just get saturated and water would sit in it. So if you've got a house with the first generation of this stuff in it, uh, congratulations. Yeah. You you may have an issue on well, your hands. We can pretty much guarantee you do. Yeah, I'm sure. Hopefully they've, because didn't they do a recall there on that first? There was a huge recall on that first Yeah, and everybody pays so. attention to the recall exactly. notices on, on the materials inside their house yeah. because everybody's aware of yeah. what those Nobody, are, right? And, and, and pretty much that's expired, so you're right. now out you're of luck. Out of luck, yep. So how, how common in the business that you guys engage in, I, I would assume that it would be more common for Joel, but Chris, you obviously have run into this too. So, I mean, how common is this? You get on a, on a project like this and, you know, you're starting to tear things out to upgrade, you know, this space into a beautiful space that's going to last for, you know, decades. And then all of a sudden you've got this major problem on your hands that you have to now stop work on and address first. Well, I think it's, it, it actually happens um, almost on every project or at least the warning to the client is presented okay. up front. You know, here's our cost, but we don't know what we're getting into until we actually <laughs> yeah. take out that wall. Right. So there's always that possibility that you're going to run into those type of situations, but we always warn people up front. So there could be some additional costs based on what we run into when we start the process. You know, this is kind of something that you had touched on just a little bit with the the uh, hokey doke countertop thing last week joel yeah was that you know if if you're at a point where you need to replace the countertop there's a good chance that the structural integrity of the counter is probably too old too and you probably just need a new counter but people are just throwing something on top of it right and then i think that most people understand the moment you start going into walls and into floors that you're gonna find problems you know just based on the materials that are used and then sometimes the age of these these homes and so you almost have to plan for it but it seems like, I don't know, every DIY show that I watch, guys, oh, we didn't plan for having to replace all of this stuff underneath the house. But but again, it's always kind of the the thing. So you have a lot of people, I think, kind of cheaping out and just going over stuff instead of going in because they don't want to do that. 
there's times where you run into that. But then you guys got to come in and fix it like three projects later. Right. <laughs> right. Because you don't want to put something new over something substandard that's going to be a problem down the road. I'd rather have it all repaired yeah. at the same time. Right. No, anybody that is legit and worth their weight uh, doesn't want to have their name attached to. Correct. Like a scab job. Yeah. Well, and this is the, th I think what's important is that, Chris, you were saying, we tell every client about this, like, hey, just so you know, we're going to get in there and you're going to find stuff. And you were saying on almost every project, there's something. I mean, it could be something as simple as replacing a couple of two by fours. It could be, uh oh, we've well, got a major problem here. And I think, you know, I'll just use a bathroom as a prime example because that's where your most moisture tends to gather. So if you're redoing your shower, you know, it's not uncommon to, when you're ripping it out that you're finding mold behind the the drywall and the two by fours and all of that has to be cleaned out and and uh you, you replace what needs to be replaced in order to get a you know yeah above standard shower mm -hmm. so before you guys uh engage for those of you in the audience or those before you guys actually look at getting this project and you're like okay we have this budget maybe not max out that budget, maybe leave a little bit of that budget there for incidentals and unforeseen circumstances like we were talking about. A little bit of contingency. Just a little, right? yeah, just right. a little. If it's a major problem, it's hard to budget for that. But I Correct. mean, just, you know, there's going to be, there's a high likelihood of there being some delays and a high likelihood of finding something that needs to be fixed. And then there are a lot of times where we go into a project knowing we're going to have to have, like, for example, uh, somebody wants to move a load-bearing wall or take out a load-bearing wall. Yeah, and you talked about changing a whole roof line last week. Roof line, and then, well, if you want to take out that load-bearing wall, now we have to put in a beam. Right. So those things we discuss up front before we even really get too far into the project. At this, If this is what the direction you want to go with the remodel, just be prepared, because we're going to have to put a steel beam in, and then they go, well, I don't want to see the steel beam. I want it recessed so that the ceiling line is flat. Okay, that's going to require even more work. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that you get into when you're, when you're working on remodeling yeah. projects. And steel beams are awesome. Don't hide steel beams. Yeah. They're, they're cool. They're just cool. You can get that cont contemporary look with there it. There you go. It's the industrial. That's industrial. right. In yes, industrial design. <laughs> All right. This is Measured Twice with Joel Graber of Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. we got more coming up with Measured Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Everybody, welcome back to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC on News Talk 95.3 Michigan's news channel and online at mtwicehow.com. I got Joel Graber of Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris, C uh, Chris Kramer of C. Kramer Interiors with me as well. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. Online at millersbuildingsupply.com and Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit, visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. If you have any questions, please email us at questions at mtwiceshow.com. You can also visit the website and just click on the Contact Us page. And again, this is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. So guys, we've been talking about the unforeseen when we get into the projects inside your house and it's a missing and rotting two-by-fours and things like that, but... Um, we were kind of discussing some of the, the lighting and how when you get into the roofs and things like that, sometimes what a customer wants may not be possible without some extensive work as well that maybe they hadn't planned on too. So let's, let's say uh, you've got a chandelier or a light and you just want to move over just a little bit or something like that. 
you know, you can run into some problems with that when you get into the roof, can't you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go. there you go. That's, That's a wrap. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next one. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you, you never know what's in the ceiling. And, you know, your your joists play a major role in placement of light fixtures. Because if you may want it centered over your table, but if you don't have anything to attach a box to, it could be a problem. Then you've got to decide if you want to keep the dead raccoon up there yeah. Yeah. or oh, move that out. Squirrels, like yeah, the, the squirrels. Yeah, the squirrels. Right, the bats. Yeah, mm-hmm. bats are always good to have around. They eat the, they eat the rats, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but... But they don't eat the squirrels. But they don't eat the no, the, no, the squirrels are too big for them. I yeah, think. So. yeah. <laughs> but but I, I was just at a client's the other day, and we were placing sconces on the wall because we we're uh, putting them on mirrors. Now, why do you put pastries on the wall? Pastries, <laughs> sconce. That's a pastry, right? Oh, that's a scone. Oh, you gotta understand. Like, like I'm an idiot on this I stuff. Like scones. <laughs> I, I, I like a good scone, but we don't put those on walls. So <laughs> all I heard was baked bread. I haven't had breakfast yet. That's all I heard. I haven't either. So now a scone sounds really good. <laughs> oh man, sconces. Okay. Yeah. So those are light fixtures that go on the wall. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an appropriate name for them. Okay. Yeah. So you were you were doing that, and then what happened? Well, we had to we were placing them on the wall on the mirror. So basically, when a mirror company comes out, they need to know that you're putting light fixtures on the mirror. So they have to cut the holes appropriately. So okay. I had to go over and measure um, and place the light fixtures on the wall so they knew where to run the wiring. But And I told them, I said, this is where I would like it, but you don't know what you're, I don't know what's behind this wall. So if there's not a two by four, it might be on this side, it might be on this side. So it can kind of throw off your proportions a little bit. So some of the things, too, that like when you break into the wall, especially if you're dealing with something like lighting or you're, you're going to be moving uh, your favorite thing in the world, Chris, a uh, ceiling fan or something like that, yeah, um, is, is when they get in the wall and then your electrician starts giggling. Because I've, I've had that happen. That's never a good sign. Or, that or was, gasps. Oh, man. That, I, <laughs> I think I'd rather have a giggle. <laughs> I was, yeah, I think I'd rather have a giggle. I was in, um, I was in the garage. And they were installing a new garage door shortly after we had gotten this place. And and there was, like, no outlet for the garage door, the the automatic garage door opener. There just wasn't one. So we had to have one, like, put in. So he, he opens up the panel, and all I hear is, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, that is not good. He's no, like, yeah, no. He's like, you're lucky you're, you have a garage at all. He's like, I don't know who did this, but they were not an electrician. Oh, yeah. And it was, and I looked at it, and I can't even describe. Um, I would assume that uh, a Kraken and Medusa were attempting Twister, and then somehow were captured inside of this 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 box. I mean, it was nuts what I was taking a look at, and that's not always a cheap fix, Joel. No, absolutely not. And we have a lot of bad electrical history we've got you know just the way things used to be done versus now and, and right. electrical work wasn't always as good as it is now and there's always the DIYer who doesn't really know what they're doing yeah, exactly or you get some schmo that is just trying to get it done in a hurry yeah i've got a buddy he'll take yeah. care of it yeah it'll be a couple of bucks yep yeah exactly that's never that's not good messing in a box i mean when you have to redo your box and i mean you, you, you can find all kinds of things start finding that things aren't grounded and or you have aluminum wiring that's a fire hazard just because it's i mean it kind of explain that it's like what's well, what's uh because i've never heard of aluminum period, wiring there was a short period of time when there was aluminum wiring and that it i it does it's not as it it can't take the electrical charge like copper can so it will it can start a fire was it just an attempt to make it a little bit more affordable i, I you know i really don't know why it was done that might that, that very well could be done why it was done that way 
but it was not a good idea. <laughs> wow. So you run into that, that, you know, older than that, if you run into knobbing too, but that's still actually used. That's bad. That's <laughs> because that was a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. So what was that? Uh, it's ceramic knobs and then wires run in like a, what was a cloth tube, individual wires. That's it, a fire hazard also. Wow. <laughs> that was like the original yeah. electrical yeah. supply to a house back in about a hundred years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and I, we work on a fair amount of historical stuff so that every once in a while we run into it where it's actually still used and I'm shocked. Well, that, that's just Quite it literally too. sometimes you're shocked. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, that's just it. Cause I mean, you guys, when, when you're working in areas like this and I know that, you know, you travel around too and you, you do stuff in other areas, but there's a lot of older homes here and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, now as people are starting to restore them because beautiful, you know, foundational right. work and the walls are just gorgeous. But, you know, they haven't been worked on in probably 100 years or something. Nobody's really taking care right. of it. Like, there's this beautiful house on, on my way back home, and I want to buy it. I just, because I know it needs to be rehabbed. But the the structure, everything else that I'm looking, it's so beautiful. And it's just sitting there. You, they're not taking care of it. Right. You know, so it's one of those places, I just want to buy that. And then I know that when I call you guys out there, there's going to be a lot of money involved yeah. in rehabbing that place. So, I mean, you guys got to run into at least something similar to that, where you're dealing with the way that things used to be done, which wasn't very good to begin with. And now it's old and it's been neglected. And, you know, it's almost like um, you, you start on one thing and it's like pulling that that cloth out of the magician's sleeve. It just keeps going and keeps going and just adds to the cost. Right. But right. things have to be done the right way. Otherwise, right. you know, right. you're putting people's lives in jeopardy. Right. Right. Or, or at least like the biggest investment that they have in their life. You know, for a lot of people, it's their home. So you want to make sure that you you address any issues. That way, it it is it, you're taking care of that investment. Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of, and this is where you know, and I'm gonna. I, I think what I've kind of figured out one of my places here is to kind of bring you the YouTube DIY video <laughs> aspect of it on how people are trying to do things, and then you guys are going to tell me how that's all wrong because it is. Um, you know, you have, okay, I've got 5,000 to do a remodel and I'm going to spend 4,500 on cabinets, but I need all new electricals. So I'm going to hire Fred. Yeah. And you know, Fred apparently at one point in time, screwed two wires together in his car and he's good now. Uh, he doesn't tell you that he was stealing the car at the time when he was 16, right. <laughs> but you know, he knows, he knows what he's doing. So I'm going to have him come in and do my electrical work. And then next thing, six months down the road, all of a sudden you've got a fire inside your house right. and there's a whole issue, you know, and we, we're kind of joking about this, but you know, I'm in the news business on a regular basis, and I can't tell you how many times we, oh, there's a fire, it's electrical, right. the fire, it's electrical, and it's constant, especially in an area here, we have these older homes. Oh, yeah. I Well, I mean, there's a, a to that point, we, we're putting in a bathroom in a, on a second floor where there is no bathroom for some folks. That sounds fun. Yeah, for some folks that we've done a lot of work for in the past, and it, it's going in a larger storage area that was there. And some somebody at some point in time ran wiring to the second floor, <laughs> and it was all accumulated in this storage area that we found once we opened up the walls. And one of the guys that was working for us, we were pulling some stuff on the ceiling. The walls were already opened up, and in, when he was pulling a nail, it fell on this cluster of wires, and it actually tripped everything on the second floor. Oh, wow. Just because it, it, like it was just open wiring. Wow. That was all jumbled up together in this space and so you have a couple issues there i mean one you have just open wiring that's all just i mean that 
that's for might as well just wrap it in cloth right guys yeah exactly i mean that's dangerous in itself and then it was all on one like the entire second floor was all on one 20 amp breaker in the basement which is also a really an issue <laughs> okay yeah because i don't understand that but yeah, that sounded, so, I mean, i'm gonna just gonna take your word for it yeah, that sounded just, bad. just trust me that's that's bad that's no good <laughs> so i mean you know you well, run you into a trip one breaker yeah, well, that's yeah, true. Exactly. You yeah. only have to flip that one breaker on, so it's it's convenient. But yeah, so it's I mean, you open stuff up, you might find something, but it is worth fixing it because it is a big investment. Yeah, so if you have a five thousand dollar budget for your kitchen and you end up needing to spend forty five hundred dollars on electrical, spend it on the electrical. Worry yeah. about the cabinets later. Yeah. You yeah. can hand make your cabinets. We talked about that last yes, week, right, guys? You can. That's right. There's, <laughs> there's a YouTube video for that. Microwave sit on Some the table. garage epoxy flooring right there on top. It's going to look fantastic. We promise. You, want, you need the. Uh, you, you've got to have your mechanicals in proper order before you can put the pretty stuff in. Yeah, yep. absolutely, hundred percent. All right, Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendricks, and this is Measured Twice on 95.3 MNC. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice. We're also online at mtwiceshow.com, where we help you envision your home's potential. And again, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood, Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at com. Hoosier Hardwood, Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit, visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. Dot com. And if you have any questions, please email us at questions at mtwiceshow.com, or you can visit our website, click on the Contact Us page. Joel Graber of Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, and I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. So, guys, I ran into these lists, and I figured there's a lot of people when they're starting to do uh, research on doing a remodeling project, right? Oh, yeah. And they hop onto all of the uh, eh, home remodeling. Right? They do the little Google search thing, and they go to all of these things. And I'm sure they watch a lot of DIY television, which tells them that they can totally rewire their entire house in an afternoon, and yep. there won't be any problems doing it. And, oh, yeah, you can totally take out that wall. It's totally easy. Super simple to do that stuff. And, and, then, and then, of course, they do that because they want another show to have content, which is DIY Nightmares. And right. <laughs> they don't tell you that. Yeah. Uh, so I ran into a couple of lists and I just, yeah, I figured the average layman out there is just looking at doing this and they've never really done it, guys. is probably going to look at these lists and go, hey, winter's the best time for me to do some of these projects because it's going to be a lot easier to find professionals to do it and it's going to be super cheap. So I wanted to run through. <laughs> I like when you, you should have seen Chris's face. Holy Chris's smokes. Face, like, oh, oh that's priceless. Yeah, he likes the good stuff. No <laughs> doubt about that. All right, so I, I ran into one list here, the top five home remodeling projects for winter. Now, this is from a place called CompleteRemodeling.com. Never heard of it. You guys heard of it? No. Nope. Okay. You're in the remodeling business. You've never heard of it. We're on to a great start. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so uh, they say remodeling the basement. This is a perfect opportunity to do that because remodeling your basement during the winter months has several benefits. One is that since most basements are underground, you'll be certain that you're working inside and not exposed to the Whoa. elements. Wow, I didn't even right. get through the sentence. <laughs> you guys are laughing right. about that. So what's wrong with that statement? Well, it just makes me laugh because uh, like that's stating the obvious. You know, like, yes, stating you're certain obvious. to be inside. Thank you, you're, thank I mean, you, Mr. Obvious. That's right. <laughs> Unless they did their own work on the subfloor, and then maybe you will be outside. Who knows? Well, maybe. That's, you know, never know. Uh, the same applies to your home. You aren't exposing the inside of your home and belongings to the cold and harsh elements 
uh, like you may when reshingling or repairing a roof. Uh, so they say consider basement remodels in the winter because it can it can also save you money. Winter time is a slow time of year for contractors. Since when? But it's not slow for you. We got blizzards and tornadoes and stuff. I hear this week coming. So yeah. there's a. Uh, it's not slow for you guys. No. It's not. That's I, weird. Yeah, we want to misnomer. That's a misnomer. Many contractors will negotiate better deals with you, giving you a better price just so they can get the work. You all are so desperate. You know, in the past, maybe 10, 15 years ago, things would kind of slow down in the winter. Right. And between Thanksgiving and Christmas is kind of a, a strange time because people don't necessarily want things torn up. Okay. So it might be artificially slower not because there's not the work but it's because people don't want to start it yet or want it finished by that point in time yeah they want they want to get past they want to get waiting until they get into like january mm-hmm. get past okay. the holidays then then they're ready to rock and roll Maybe they're doing the holiday thing but you guys are probably doing the holiday thing too right i mean you have families allegedly right, right. so right especially joel yeah allegedly especially <laughs> joel allegedly <laughs> and, yeah we all have, we and we all have family obligations thanksgiving christmas all mm-hmm. that stuff i don't want my house torn apart right during that time frame so that, not so desperate that you're just going to go ahead and uh no you're not give, you're not giving them discounted. and the thing of it is is you're if if you want a project done in the winter you are planning that six months before right. that. Right. I gotta say, if you if you want to call now and say I want my basement done in January, it's probably not going to happen. But you're so desperate for the work. <laughs> exactly. According to this, what's what's it? Uh, Complete remodeling dot com. You're so desperate for work, you'll come out there probably this afternoon and have it all done. Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, with ceiling fans and everything. Yeah, that's right. Fifteen people showers, <laughs> I, all of that stuff. Yep, I just blink my eyes and twitch my nose, and hey, <laughs> it's right. done. That's right. <laughs> all right. Something else that they say you should do in the winter is wood floors. I think we'd have to talk to Dean. Yeah, about that from okay. Hoosier. because I, I, <sighs> you have less humidity in this winter. So maybe right. it's dry air, lack of humidity. I guess maybe that's the idea, but you won't see any gapping of the boards due to high moisture. But, but then, then, then spring comes, and you and get then the it gets moisture, and it goes. Then right. it kind of expands, right? right? Correct. Okay. Why do I f- have rippling in my floor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, insulation upgrades are a winter project. I would I would suggest, why not? <laughs> I mean, you want to keep the warm air in. Uh, it's during the winter months that a homeowner will notice insulation inefficiencies in their home and may decide to add their existing insulation. You don't need insulation, though. You can go get that uh, that saran wrap stuff you put on your windows. That's right. Right? Yeah. We, <laughs> That's all you need. We highly recommend that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that that is... That's something. I think they sell that out of C. Kramer right now because it's a great, <laughs> it's a great look. <laughs> we have bubble wrap. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the plastic saran is a good Band-Aid for a winter. And it, yeah, so, we, I mean, we mock it, but never, it's it's around never, for a reason. I would right. never say don't do it if you need to do it. Right. I would agree Especially with that. Especially if, you know, I mean, if you have plans to get the windows done at some point, but like you said, you know, you can't get the contractor until the spring. It totally makes sense yeah. to do it. I, Save, I mean, I would. It's, it's, I mean, it's a good cost saving, yeah. efficient way to right. cut down on the drive. Until yeah. you can get it and, done yeah, appropriately. Exactly. You know, instead right. of doing this for 10, 15 years, right. every single year, it's a seasonal thing, you know, go, oh. Okay, we've got an issue. I'm going to go ahead and band aid this while I right. schedule an appointment with somebody who can right. actually fix it. Right. And then they'll come out probably not that afternoon because they really aren't that desperate, according right. to you guys. <laughs> Maybe the other ones are. Maybe you guys are yeah. just that good and that popular that you're you're not desperate, but everybody else around you is because you're taking their business. Uh, I doubt that. Okay. Uh, well, and, and to be honest with you, uh, and we have said this before on the show, if you can get somebody out here right now, I would be very wary of that person. Yeah. Okay. Because good people are hard to get. Yeah. 
But installation upgrades are a great thing for the winter because you do. That's right. when you're going to notice right more more quickly the drafts and yeah. the cold air and your heat losses. Yeah. Wife Definitely. throwing things at you because yeah. she's cold and yeah. angry and yeah, exactly. <laughs> Personal experience. Yeah. Trim and crown molding. If you want to give your home a more finished, luxurious look, trim work in specific rooms can add appeal and value to your home. One of the most desired features in homes for home buyers is crown molding with chair rails. Um, winter is. Winter is the perfect time to add these remodel features. No humidity to interfere with the settling of the molding, and it's a project that will keep you indoors. Okay. I, I mean, the no, the no humidity thing, I don't get it, because... I, I, I don't either. I'd rather do it in it when it's... I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Uh, wood expands not with the grain, but, a, but across the grain. Okay. And most of your moldings are made with the grain, so they would expand across... They would expand up and down rather than side to side. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I guess I don't understand why that would be an issue. Well, I, I've worked <laughs> and on. They're not going to expand. Tr- moldings don't expand that much. Well, Are they just talking about like a flush fit or something against the wall? Maybe well, what happens is I've been, I've worked on several projects where they put the crown and and all the detailed molding in during the summer. Winter comes, you turn on your heat, and what happens is that wood dries out, and you've got cracking. And separation from the ceiling to the molding or well, that would the make corners. Sense. Okay. So then what happens is when summer comes again, it doesn't expand and, and those joints don't necessarily disappear. So now you have to have someone to come out and caulk and fill and repaint it to um, hide those cracks that happen during the, 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 the heating season. So I can understand what they're coming, where they're coming from. You're already dealing with, you've already taken the moisture out of the wood. Okay. All right. So... When spring comes, it's not necessarily going to expand and cause those cracking Okay, fair issues. enough. All right. So, uh, indoor lighting and your favorite thing in the world, Chris, ceiling fans. Are there rooms in your home? By the way, he hates ceiling fans, apparently. Yeah. I'm just learning this today, so I'm kind of playing with them. Uh, are there rooms in your home that seem dark, dingy, or could use a nice focal point? Because that ceiling fan should be the focal point, right? Never. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If your eye goes to the ceiling, you got a problem. Why are you so anti-ceiling fan? Can I ask, like, what is it you hate about them so much? Have you ever seen a really pretty one? I've seen cool ones, but usually on websites that sell them for prices that nobody could ever afford. My, My perfect ceiling fan disappears into the ceiling. You don't see it. Okay. And then the other one that drives me absolutely crazy anymore are fandeliers. I don't know what that is. It's a chandelier with a fan in it. That sounds awful. It, it drives me insane. That sounds... It's Okay, so it sounds it's like, like... an actual chandelier on uh-huh. it. It's got like a, a chandelier casing around it inside the chandelier. So they're trying the to hide the god-awful ugly fan right. with an ugly chandelier. Correct. So, so you're, taking, you're taking poo and vomit and sticking them together and hoping that you get something pretty. Right. Okay. Wow. That I'll, doesn't work usually, right? Let's make this fan attractive. <clears throat> What's the old saying? You can't polish a... <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's like I look at them and I just shake my head. But that's just me. Okay. That's my own personal. Right. I, mean, people, right. I mean, I understand where they're going with it. And here, here in, in defense of ceiling fans is properly installed and having them in the proper rotation for the seasons can save you 20% on your heating and cooling bills yeah. with proper air movement. So they have a purpose. We need to invent the self-dusting ceiling yeah. fan. You just have to turn it on high. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that while you're eating your cereal in the morning, right? There you go. All right. You're listening to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC. Uh, Joel Graber, Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. we got more coming up on Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. 
everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential with Joel Graber of Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. We're just talking about how uh, it's easy to like mix your guys' names up. So I think <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do is at some point while I'm doing this is I am going to call you Joel Kramer and uh, and uh, Chris Graber and see if you guys even notice it. That's what I'm going to do at some point in time. Just know it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be happening. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> you can find us online at mtwiceshow.com. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. I won't screw that uh, visit word up uh, for the rest of the show, I promise. (laughs) I don't have to say it again. Questions, uh, you can email us at questions at mtwiceshow.com, or you can visit our website, click on the Contact Us page. We'd love to hear from you. So we're going over some lists of why winter, since we're coming into the winter months, guys, why winter is the best time to do some home remodeling projects. Yeah. And so far, I, what, there's two you agreed with, I think, and then there's a bunch of the others like, that doesn't make a lot of sense at all. Right. And then some that you're just flat out, that's not even remotely true. <laughs> um, so, but, but the reason I'm doing this is my job is to kind of advocate, if you will, on behalf of the audience who is listening to this show because... For 10 years or so, they've wanted to really fix that kitchen or they've wanted to fix that bathroom and they're just trying to get the courage and the knowledge up to be able to do it effectively. And a lot of them are watching YouTube videos and a lot of them are watching the DIY channel and things like that and going to websites like this where they're supposedly getting advice. Right. But it's not always correct. True. Correct. And that's, <laughs> there you go. Uh, because, you know, we want we want them to have the best tools. We want them to want have the project done properly. Right. Safely. And which is going to make them happy. And we don't want them to get, you know, sticker shock either. Right. And, but they have to be prepared for the unforeseen circumstances. And, you know, it's our job to kind of advocate on, on their behalf. So we got seven reasons why winter is the perfect time for home remodeling projects. This is the new list that we have. And number one, convenient project scheduling. Yeah, we already put that one to bed. We did. But number two on the list is contractor availability. Are you available? At some point in time, maybe next, like winter of 2018, 18, 19. (laughs) And again, like Chris said last time, if you can get somebody out there that day, maybe be cautious. Yes. Maybe call somebody else too. Okay. All right. Well, and you should, you should probably, you know, unless you've worked with them before and you know who they are, you should probably get a couple of estimates, right? If If you're getting a really solid referral. Right. Okay. Yes. And yeah. And a lot of this type of work is is referrals. And yeah. You can walk right. into yeah. your friend or family's home and see the work that they have done. And, right. Yeah. Yes. And if they're raving about you, you know, call this person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's probably that's or, probably a good or a referral basement. Yeah. Yeah. Word basically. of mouth is still the best advertising. Absolutely. Right. It really is. I agree. Absolutely. All right. Uh, number three on this list is avoiding manufacturer spring price increases. And you were telling me during the during the break that there's some truth to this. Yeah. There's truth to that. Yeah. So if you're going to do a project um, in the winter, is there a project that is is best for for this type of scenario where you have a huge uh, price increase in the spring well, that maybe you, you could do I in mean, the winter? Is that typically when like the furniture companies would raise prices is in the spring also? or Yes. Um, yeah, spring. Um, spring and early summer. Mm-hmm. Is that because of they've been slow or it's getting busy or is that because you got new lines coming out? No, I think uh, in, in some instances it's it's that's when the... the they are reevaluating raises for their employees. Okay. Um, yeah. 
We're getting all the business stuff. Costs. It's, okay. it's got something. To, it's got more to do with business, right? And okay. bottom line stuff, which right. is a lot clearer at that point in time. But yeah, for us, it's you know late February, early March usually is when across the board. That's when manufacturers are. Okay. If there's going to be a price increase, that would be when it is. It's right. not. It's not typically huge, but I mean, it's you yeah. Know, but when you're doing two, a lot of work, I yeah, mean, it can add up two, three percent. Right. Yeah. I mean, that can. Yeah. Exactly. It because it, yeah. it goes across the board. Because exactly. you know, and it could eat into that incidental fund that right. we talked about right. having right. for that those unforeseen things when you start breaking into walls. Right. It's uh, it's amazing because we'll get letters. You know, we've tried really hard to keep our prices where they are, and but due to the cost of raw materials, right. Yeah. We have to raise our prices. I just look at what's happening with gas right now. I mean, right. geez, in the past three days, we've had 25 cent fluctuations yeah. in either direction. So, yeah. I mean, that all adds. I mean, that adds to the cost of everything. Yes, it does. So, the energy cost. Yeah, that's a huge. That's huge because your freight bills, I mean, right. your, yeah. all the surcharges. and Yeah, because I, I deal with freight, too, in, in my business. And I'm telling you right now, like, that's the one thing that occasionally, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God, you're kidding. Yeah. Uh, they also say cleanup, and they say that while a lot of people wait until the spring to remodel because of concerns about dust and fumes and things like that, the current technologies have really kind of made cleanup a breeze in the winter, and you don't really have to worry about that as much, depending on the work, of course. But yeah, so you could do stuff in the winter. True. That is absolutely true. true. Okay. I mean, we like we've invested in air filtration systems okay. for remodels that will clean. I, I I've got a we've got what's called air an air cleaner basically and it's it's a unit that would sit in the room in the middle of the room basically and it will build draws it, everything it, in it, it will clean 90% of all the particulates out of the air i mean you, a lot of times that air is cleaner than the rest and it, where it's not being and, okay. and there's what you know zip walls which are plastic with it's a system to keep keep your dust away from other parts of the house and then there's just other things that you can do that will keep dust down and then you know like well with like hardwood floor i mean the way they the way hoosier does it now they get they they're able to collect 95 percent of their dust without kicking stuff up in the house wow so that's amazing the technologies have come a long way in the last 10 15 years for keeping things cleaner because people are more aware now of you know indoor air quality yeah so i think we ignored it for a long long well, time yeah yeah it was just a an afterthought you know so now people really think about it and it make it, it makes sense to to do it right and so yeah it really there's not really a whole lot to worry about there okay number five on this list is why you should do your remodeling projects in the winter is permit approvals government agencies are usually less busy in the winter I can't speak I, for I have, a, I have a giant poo-eating grin on my face yeah, right now. I know I you don't, do. I, <laughs> I, I mean, that seems foolish. <laughs> and, I mean... It says my, it makes it quicker and easier to my, obtain the necessary my, permits. I, when When is it ever quick and easy to obtain the, the oh, permits? Oh, government's, not, uh, government's not proficient in this? Yeah. I, you you're, know, that's, you're that's, that's, that's one of the things that people complain the most about is how long it takes to get things approved. Well, how many times have we seen the job site just get shut down waiting for somebody from the government to show up? Yeah. And then yeah. they don't show up on the day that they're supposed to. And, oh, well, you know, we couldn't you know, get out there today. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple, like the, the problem is, is there's, there's some really good guys that do that. It's the two or three that they ruin it for everybody. They ruin yep. it for everybody and they can, they can shut a job down just because they're not getting there. So that's, that, that is frustrating. Uh, usually my issue is on the front end, getting things approved mm-hmm. in a timely manner. <laughs> Once things are approved, I, you know, we have relationships with enough people that when we call, they know who we are. They understand how our projects work and they're, and we can work with them. 
We also, we also, since we do know them, we know when to contact them in order to make sure that it fits into the schedule too. Okay, <laughs> so, you know, I mean that helps, you know. Right. But, but that's part of the reason of, but, of having good a good team working on right. your house is they're going to have those right. contacts. But at the same time, it's never quick and efficient. Okay, because <laughs> it's just not set up that way. <laughs> You're just hoping somebody doesn't hear the show, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I know a couple of the guys do listen because they enjoy, it. and I don't want it to be. I don't want it to get political or bashing on people, but it's just how the system's set up. Okay, I, it's outside of a lot of those guys' hands, and, and that's that's important that everybody understand that we're talking right. about bureaucracy. We're not talking right. about the individual. No, right. Um, all right. So number seven, I think this is the last thing that I have, guys, and then we can close out. Is you know vacation time because there's a lot of snowbirds around here. You know, maybe they they take off, they go to warmer areas, and so winter might be the perfect time to hire somebody like you to come in and work on their house because they're not there sometimes, but not very often. Yeah. It, it's it, there's there that's that's that there's good and bad with that right because it's great to be able to work in the home and know that I'm not you know I can start earlier then because yeah. I'm not waking people up I'm not getting in their way when they're trying to get around for work so we can go in and do that but you know if I'm working with Chris on a project and we need some answers for some sort of some that sort of hard finish to get a hold or of we do run into something that was unexpected boy I mean yeah we can take a picture an email or text and that makes it a lot easier now but still it's without being able to see it they have to really be able to trust what you're telling them and and, some, and sometimes it's hard for people to say eh, you know especially if they're not seeing it yeah yeah and pictures don't always yeah right. pictures aren't always going to be telling the story even a video uh, no. can't really tell the story no and and, and are getting a hold of them Right. You need an immediate oh, yeah. Well, answer. you know, I'm on the beach. Right. I'm going to totally take my right. phone with me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and but there are times when you need an immediate answer and that delays the project. Right. So but I'd rather have them here. I, yeah, I think I'd rather have them here. But at the same time, there's times where it's really convenient. And if they completely trust you and what you're doing and the team that you're working with. So if it's me and Chris and somebody's, they trust us, we've worked with them before and they say, listen, just do what needs to be do done. Do what needs to be done. You know where we're at. Okay. Yeah, it's know. like, you know, it always, you know, makes me nervous when they say, we trust you, just just pick yeah. it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you put that in writing, please? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you sign that? Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right, guys, anything else before we get out of here? Just keep listening. Keep listening. Keep listening. There you go. Keep Be- working. Keep remodeling. Yeah. yeah. If you guys have any questions, I mean, please email us at questions at mtwiceshow.com. Visit us online, mtwiceshow.com. And uh, you can also go to the Contact Us page on the website. And again, uh, this has been Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. We appreciate you taking the time to join us today and hang out. We certainly hope that you'll be back next week. And uh, we do appreciate it. For Joel Graber and Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, I'm Casey Hendrickson. We'll catch you next week on Measure Twice. Thanks for listening to Measure Twice. If you have questions for Chris, Joel, or Rob, email them to questions at mtwiceshow.com. And listen again next week on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.